Hey y'all. How's it going? Um Yeah. So I scrolled past the Warlocks podcast on Spotify last night. And then I woke up feeling like shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's did some voodoo to it or something. Cause got in me, but, um, uh, then I, uh, tweeted that guy, and started to feel a little better after a minute, like, at first I was just, uh, flailing, and then, I don't know, then I felt better, and then I felt worse, and, then I jerked off, and <laughs> now I feel okay. Yeah, no, not too bad. Just normal. I guess I can be satisfied with just normal, you know. Just regular. I don't have to feel super awesome in love all the time. I guess. I don't know. But how are y'all doing? Sad there's not a Joe Rogan experience today. I listened to the Ben Shapiro episode like four times already. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, looks like a Monday, to, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday week. I'm guessing. Just cool. You know? I guess. Also, how dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I'm so selfish. I mean, I'm so greedy. Like, I just want you all to pump out content for me all the time. Just, you know. I don't know. Maybe I need to branch out, you know? Not put so, be polyamorous with my uh, podcast selection. I just, I don't know. I haven't really found any... Any interesting podcasts since Time Sucked that have been compelling to me. I'm tired of classic comedy of old time radio. I mean, I liked it for a while, but I don't know. It's a it's a particular vibe, yes. And I just um, not really into that anymore. I mean, I like Ron Ecklebarger or whatever as a person. I think he's a cool guy. Seems a little, uh, seems a little high-strung. You know. But, uh, you know, we all, we all got shit. We're going through shit. <coughs> no one's perfect or fucking awesome all the time. You know? I just, I don't know. I'm afraid he's stressed out. Unhappy. He said he went through an unspeakable tragedy at some point. So he's probably still, you know, dealing with the echoes of that. I'm sure. But anyway. Yeah, I just, uh, 
I don't know, I guess when I'm being, like, listened to all the time, uh, my, like, shame is magnified, my guilt for every action, and I second-guess myself for everything, and I get caught up in my own mind-game bullshit stuff, and I can't handle it, you know? So, it's different. Oh, I think it's because I don't have direct and immediate feedback. You know? So, all I have to go is my own guessing of whatever you're feeling about whatever I'm doing. And I always assume the worst. And uh, so, I, I just spiral down into a terrible broken, terrible state of being, and I freak out, and I just, like, vomit up shit. It's not good. It's not fun for anybody. And then I, when I do that, I get more freaked out, and I vomit up more shit. That sucks. And, uh, yeah, it's just a bad, bad cycle, you know? I mean, I wish I could be cool all the time. I wish I could be persistently cool. Persistently appealing or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got freaked out. And I appreciate y'all's compassion towards me. And understanding. And patience. And, you know... I like to express myself when I feel good, you know? Because <sighs> it's embarrassing when I feel like shit and I express myself and I express shit, you know? Bad, smelly stuff. And then it, yeah, gets worse and worse. But anyway, can't wait for a uh, Kill Tony today. Hope it's today. And I didn't offend Tony Hinchcliffe into not doing a, a Kill Tony, which, you know, I'm, you know, narcissistic and all that. I'm just kidding. I know I don't actually have an effect on people's lives. <laughs> like I, uh, you know, trick myself into thinking, you know, self-importance, whatever, just, like, thinking that I'm so, uh, you know, that I affect people so deeply that they derail their whole life schedule because of something I said or something I did or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's a good morning. I like that guy I've been talking to. <laughs> I, he seems really kind. Like, he's really, I don't know, I get very kind vibes, energy from his words. Like, you feel the kindness radiating, radiating out from it, and 
He seems like a very humble guy, and I like his thoughts. I like the way he talks. And, uh, yeah, he's not, uh, I mean, he said he was ugly, so, you know, maybe he is. And maybe he, um, you know, wasn't, like, uh, concerned about physical appearance and, you know, it was more of a heart-driven kind of gentleman, I guess. Something like that. <clears throat> anyway. I don't know. I don't understand it. But I like him. I want to be his friend. And he seems lonely. Because he really... You know... He's really thinking that... That a great mind... Would be alone... And I think that's how he's, um, might be, uh, explaining his loneliness, like explaining his being alone, you know, feeling like no one understands him, and such. Like, well, I must have a great mind then. Because I'm alone all the time and no one likes me. <laughs> you know? <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I want to I wanna read his book. <coughs> I mean, I want to listen to it. See what he's got. You know? I want to see what he, he came up with. Sounds cool. Zombie apocalypse and all that. You know, I like zombie apocalypse stuff. I like apocalypse stuff in general. I like survival apocalypse. That's, I think that's my genre. I like Fallout. Because <laughs> you're surviving, you know, fighting mutated animals and shit and fighting your way through your beasts and finding pockets of civilization that have, uh, you know, that have, uh, uh, made it happen, you know, made it work. They thrived. I mean, maybe not thrived, but like... <clears throat> they kept going, still around. They they were able to figure out a way to keep going and develop their own unique uh, culture, I guess, because of that isolation. You know, they may have a, an opinion about what's going on, they may have their own thoughts that may be wrong about the outside world and and it's cool you know you get to see their perspectives and you know like uh, Fallout 3 once you get out of the vault first settlement you encounter is Megaton and there's uh, 
and the people there uh, worship an atomic bomb, an undetonated atomic bomb, because they know that it's has some sort of power, and uh, they devoted it. They they created an entire religion around it, and you know that kind of stuff. It's kind of interesting. Or in uh, Fallout New Vegas, there's these uh, these ghouls that are trying to get off planet in a rocket that they're like trying to fix or something. I kind of forget, but yeah. And then some people are, you know, going on like it's just normal, just nothing changed, <laughs> you know. And then there's like cannibals and. Raiders and people just trying to sell their goods, you know, trying to collect junk that they find, sell them from their pack ramen. But anyway, things like that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then you find other vaults. And you see how they, what their story was, you know, how it turned out for them. And, uh, yeah. I like the loneliness. I like the emptiness feeling, the empty feeling of the wasteland, you know. the desolation or I don't know if that's the right word I think so <coughs> little specks little flecks of society anyway I always thought that would be fun as a real world scenario you know some catastrophe happens and I don't know. Communication is cut off. And there's some challenge that is common to everyone. You know. Like, uh, <clears throat> defending against the radiation. Avoiding it. Or, uh, you know, wearing suits to... Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> That's very specific. That's a specific scenario. And I don't know. I think it'd be a fun apocalypse situation if all electricity was eliminated. And we had to go back. Everyone's money was gone and everyone's no one could communicate with each other electronically instantly it would be through people delivering messages to each other and uh, yeah as long as there's not like a pollutant some kind of pollutant I think I don't know people would just like migrate to fresh water sources and 
set up some sort of uh, food cultivation system. You know, I mean, people would still have houses. You know, that wouldn't go away. Still have shelters. That'd be cool. But, you know, <clears throat> right now we think of the farmers as like lower class citizens, but they have become kings, you know? They would be revered because that's where the food comes from. And when there's when the supply chain is cut off, you know, we'd have to make the uh, make appeals, make an appeal to the farmers, it's in hopes that they would uh, share their crops with us. Or you know, there'd be people trying to steal, of course, and just use. <laughs> the, uh, the confusion is an opportunity for destruction or whatever. And I don't know, but I think we'd see some cool technologies come out of it. Hot air balloons would probably be big. You know, they could be turned into some fanciful, fun thing. Bikes would be popular <laughs> as a mode of transportation. I think pedal powered. It would be singing a lot more probably. Playing acoustics. I don't know. Thinking about the warlock uh mention it. Mention my idea. Sort of, sort of ruined it a little for me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I can't blame my lack of creativity on witchcraft. <laughs> I think I'm just, I don't know. It's not really in the zone. Not in the mood. Haven't had any coffee. Just had some water. Which was pretty good. Yeah, that filter, man. After flushing it out sufficiently, I think it's uh, it's a lot better than the water was before. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it. And that makes everything better. Coffee. Everything. <laughs> Coffee is the only thing, the only other thing I use the water for. Besides, just water and coffee made with the same water. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of Crystal Light, but I don't know. I haven't, haven't gotten that, uh, I don't know. I haven't gotten that, um, haven't really let myself drink it. It's delicious and everything. It's just aspartame. It can't be helpful. You know? And if I can avoid it, I want to avoid it. I do put Splendid in my coffee now. Put a little scoop. Not a scoop, but a little 
teaspoon. Gives it a subtle sweetness and kind of makes me feel hope. Or something. <laughs> this makes you feel pretty good. I'm like, alright. You know, I don't have to deprive myself of every pleasure, I guess. You know, I can enjoy stuff. And I've been eating uh, those sugar-free gummy bears. They're made with sugar alcohols, which, I don't know if they turn to sugar. Doesn't seem to. Doesn't seem to have affected my hunger or anything. So, I think we're good. Does help things move along digestively. It's pretty cool. And they're delicious as fuck. Like, they're so good. It's got real fruit juices, or real fruit juice extract or whatever for the flavor. And, yeah, Albanese sugar-free gummy bears. They know how to do it. Uh, I think I've had other sugar-free gummy bears that weren't as good. Yeah, these things really taste like the real thing. If you haven't had the real thing for a while, you know, really... They nailed it, you know? The fucking, they got it. They made it happen. I think the bad moods, bad feelings, are transitory. That's the right word. They're temporary. They they come in and they move out. As long as I don't get stuck on them, you know they'll move out quicker. And uh, they always do. They always go away. You know. It's like, uh, you know, nighttime. Nighttime doesn't last forever. Sun comes back eventually. Then it goes away again. Then it comes back. <laughs> and, you know, there's reflected light from the moon. It's pretty cool. I can't see any of it, but, you know, spiritually speaking, <clears throat> you're never quite in darkness. And if the sun and the moon are dark, you still have the stars. And that's pretty cool, too. Also, flashlights. <laughs> Torches. Light bulbs. Man. Yeah, I haven't played uh, Dungeon Adventure for a minute. I still got something out of it. Like, every time I got a little something. Sometimes I got more somethings than other times. But I think I always got a little bit. 
you know, it's got just enough randomness to keep it interesting. You know, you never know <clears throat> what you're going to roll. Don't know what enemy you're going to encounter. But, um, I mean, I learned how to beat every enemy. Sometimes I get cocky and then die. Because I'm like, oh, if I just keep attacking, since I have whatever armor and whatever weapon, I'll beat them for sure. But I could have, you know, I skipped past hearing what I rolled and what they rolled. So they could be getting critical hits and then, you know, getting critical fails. And then in three turns, I'm dead. And I'm like, oh, fuck. If I would have just paid attention. Something. <coughs> but yeah. Alexa game. I want to make it. Even if I can, even if I can see again eventually. I still want to make an Alexa game. For. The other blind people. And people who want to have like a Dungeons and Dragons like experience. But don't have any friends. Don't feel like dealing with people's personalities. Something like that. Also, I just want to make a cool game that would be cool for anyone to play. Like, even people that can see and... You know, just a immersive experience. And you got your imagination. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's better than... Then, uh, something you could see, I guess. Kind of. It's not as crisp, not as clear, not as vivid. Sometimes if you're on, you know, cool drugs, but not generally. But you're more engaged with it, or like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's more feelings based. You know, and you create it yourself. It comes from you. Like, so many times, I mean, not so many times, but like a few times, I, uh, like, I've been playing Dungeon Adventure, and I thought, man, they should update the graphics in this game. <laughs> and I forgot. I forgot that I, it's all me. I came up with how it looks, you know? Other people probably have a totally different experience. Think of it totally differently. You know, vision, envision the monsters completely differently. But I have a set, I have a set, um, uh, symbols set for the game. Like, each monster looks the same to me every time in my imagination. Pretty interesting. It's pretty funny. And they don't entirely look like their descriptions. <laughs> like the owl bear doesn't look like, doesn't have the head of an owl and the body of a bear. Looks more like a teddy bear. That's scary.
anyway, I guess that's it for now. Uh, can't think of anything else. Talk to you all later.